the psychologist. Well, that's all we have time for today, advised Raj calmly, using his normal technique for bringing a session to a close. I think we've made really good progress and hopefully you'll be able to control some of those pyromaniac urges that have been getting you into trouble. Raj shook hands with the patient, gratefully closing the door behind the troubled young man as he left the room. Yeesh, exhaled Raj, closing his eyes and trying to erase from his memory the insights that he'd gained into the disturbed mind of his patient. Is everyone crazy? Dr. Patel buzzed the intercom on his desk. It was his receptionist, Bettina. That's your last patient for today. If you don't need me for anything else, I'll head off home and see you Monday. Thanks, Bettina. No, that's fine, confirmed Raj. I'll see you on Monday. Last patient. What a relief, sighed Raj, talking to himself. He quickly tidied up his notes from the day and cleared his desk of all files and paperwork. It was Friday night and it had been a tough week. I need a drink, decided Raj. This had been Raj's first week in the job, his first week in London since relocating from Mumbai. He knew it wasn't going to be easy, but this week had been a bit of a killer. He was still living out of a suitcase in the service department, where his new employers were putting him up until he had the time to find his own place. The service department was modern and functional and an easy walk from the clinic where he was working, but as he left the office that Friday night, he couldn't quite face going back to the apartment alone by himself, not just yet anyway. There was a bar across the road from the clinic, nothing fancy, just a bar where friends and colleagues got together for drinks after work. It wasn't that busy when Raj pushed open the door and grabbed a seat at the bar. What can I get for you? asked the barman. I'll have a whiskey please, replied Raj. Black label. Straight up or on the rocks? asked the barman. I'd better have some ice in it, decided Raj, thinking that he should try and stretch the drink out a bit. That's a crime to ruin good whiskey like that with ice laughed a guy, sitting a few seats down along the bar. I know, smiled Raj. I just thought that I might be able to make the drink last a little longer, otherwise I'd be tempted to chug it down too quickly. That's cool, winked the guy. I didn't mean to come across as some kind of whiskey snob, it just made me laugh a bit. I'm Vince, anyway. Hi, I'm Raj, replied Raj, shaking Vince's outstretched hand. But rather than debating about whether or not you should have ice in your drink, probably the more interesting question is why you're in a bar by yourself on a Friday night drinking your whiskey too fast, observed Vince. Couldn't I ask you the same question? replied Raj. Absolutely, shrugged Vince. My answer would be that I'm here because I've had a pretty tough week, I'm avoiding going to the gym, and this is the closest bar to my office. Whereabouts is your office? asked Raj. Somewhere in that tall building over there, pointed Vince, indicating one of the big bank buildings that lined the street. Nice, nodded Raj. I'm waiting, said Vince, tapping his fingers on the bar. Waiting for what? asked Raj, unsure what Vince was referring to. For your explanation of why you're in this bar, pushed Vince. Oh, fairly similar story to you, I guess, shrugged Raj. It's been a long week. As soon as my last patient left this evening, all I could think about was getting a drink. So, here I am. You see patients? asked Vince. You're a doctor or something? Yes, but I'm a psychologist, explained Raj, trying to fix people's heads rather than their bodies. I've always thought that that must be a pretty tough job, observed Vince, listening to people's problems all day, having to be polite and non-judgmental. I don't think I could do it. It does get you down after a while, agreed Raj. 
but it's also only my first week here in London, so I think that's adding to the strain. The relocation has been a bit stressful and I'm just living in a temporary serviced apartment until I can find something more permanent. I've been trying to place your accent, smiled Vince. Where have you moved from? Mumbai, replied Raj. So, what made you move to London? Asked Vince. I was just ready for a change, I guess, shrugged Raj. I've been single for a while and wasn't really happy with my job, so it just seemed like the right moment to do something different. What about you? Have you always lived in London? Pretty much, nodded Vince. Well, it feels like forever anyway. Do you know many people here? Well, apart from my receptionist Bettina and my crazy patients, considered Raj, you're actually the first person that I've really spoken to. Don't forget the barman, winked Vince. You had a pretty detailed conversation with the barman. You're right, laughed Raj. My social circle is complete. So, what's been the weirdest patient that you've ever had to work with? Asked Vince. Um, it's a bit difficult for me to talk about patients, replied Raj. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I apologize, Vince. Patient confidentiality and all that. Well, why don't you tell me about you instead? Okay, nodded Raj, pausing for a moment, trying to think of something interesting about himself that he could share with Vince. This feels weird. I never really have to talk about myself. I'm not quite sure what to say. This is the problem when you spend your whole life listening to other people's problems, teased Vince. You forget about your own needs. I'll try and help. Tell me about your family. Any brothers or sisters? I have three older brothers, confirmed Raj. All of them married, all living close to the family home in Mumbai. You're the only gay one? Asked Vince. What makes you think I'm gay? Replied Raj. Hello, Captain Obvious, laughed Vince. I saw you checking out the varmint's ass when he bent over to pick up those bottles. Oh, grinned Raj. It's a pretty nice ass though, right? Tell me about it, laughed Vince. It's pretty much the only reason I come into this bar. I thought you said it was because this is the closest bar to your office, Raj reminded him. Yeah, well, that too, agreed Vince. But mostly because the varmint has a great ass. Have you ever taken it further than just looking, asked Raj. No, but not for lack of trying, grinned Vince. He keeps insisting that he's straight, but I'm slowly wearing him down. One of these days, he's going to let his curiosity get the better of him. I admire your persistence, laughed Raj. So, given that I'm the first friend that you've made since moving to London, continued Vince. Are we friends? asked Raj with a smile. I wasn't sure if we'd made it that far. Trust me, we're friends, dismissed Vince. So, as I was saying... As I'm the first friend that you've made since moving here, I think we should pick up a bottle of whiskey and take it back to your apartment and get drunk. What do you say? You know, laughed Raj, that's the best offer I've had all week. Let's do it. They finished their drinks and headed outside. There was a nearby convenience store where Vince picked up a bottle of Black Label and they walked the short distance to Raj's flat. This is a really nice place, admired Vince as he took a quick look around the flat. Yeah, it's not bad, agreed Raj. It just doesn't feel like home. I'm looking forward to finding something more permanent so I can start getting into a, a bit more of a routine. Got any glasses? Asked Vince, waving the bottle of whiskey. Oh, sure. I think there's some in the cupboard here, replied Raj, rummaging in one of the cupboards in the kitchen. Vince poured them both a large measure and they clanked their glasses together. No, do it again, insisted Vince. You have to look each other in the eyes when you cheers your drinks. Why? What happens if you don't look each other in the eyes? Asked Raj. You're cursed with seven years of bad sex, declared Vince. Maybe that's what I've been doing wrong, laughed Raj. Why, you've been having bad sex? Asked Vince. 
Well, more like no sex, really, admitted Raj. It's been a while, actually, and any guys that I do meet always seem to have some kind of issue or drama. You know you're not supposed to sleep with your patients, teased Vince. I don't sleep with my patients, protested Raj. It's just that everyone I meet seems to be crazy. Let's try it again, insisted Vince, filling their glasses again. Concentrate this time. Remember to look me in the eyes. One, two, three. Cheers. Excellent. That was better. I felt so nervous, laughed Raj. I didn't realize it was also important. No one wants bad sex, grinned Vince. Tell me, what's been the worst sex that you've had since you've been carrying this curse? Oh God, groaned Raj. How embarrassing. I can't believe that I've only just met you and I'm already telling you all my worst secrets. It's what friends do, insisted Vince, pouring more whiskey into Raj's glass. Come on, give me the juice. Well, I guess the worst was, um, well, there's a few that could probably qualify, admitted Raj, thinking out loud. Okay, the worst was definitely this guy who I met on a hookup app. They have hookup apps in India? Interrupted Vince. Of course they have hookup apps in India, laughed Raj. You've clearly never been to India. Anyway, so I'd been chatting with this guy. He seemed pretty cool. He lived close by. We swapped a few photos, the usual kind of thing. We got to the part of the conversation where you say what you're looking for. And I said that I'm pretty versatile, up for anything. And he said that he was a total bottom, just wanted to get fucked. So I said, cool. You know, I'm learning a lot about you just from this one story, smiled Vince as he sipped his whiskey. Anyway, continued Raj, ignoring Vince's interruption. He came over to my place. We made out for a while and then he reached down and started groping me. And he suddenly stopped and said, I can't do it, it's too big. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? You haven't even seen it yet. And you were the one who was saying that you're a total bottom slut who just wants to get fucked by a big cock. What happened then? Asked Vince. We made out again for a bit and then we started undressing each other, continued Raj. He unbuttoned my jeans and reached inside, but as soon as his hand touched my cock, he pulled it back like he'd burnt his hand and said something like, it's no good, I'm not gonna be able to take it, I have to go. And with that, he got up and left. I was just left sitting there, half undressed, with a hard cock, thinking to myself, what the fuck just happened? Just out of interest, asked Vince. Exactly how big is your cock? It's really not that big, laughed Raj. You're not really answering my question, insisted Vince. Is it bigger than mine? But I don't know how big yours is, protested Raj. Exactly, insisted Vince. So we're having a measure off? Laughed Raj. I'll go first, volunteered Vince, putting his drink down and quickly unbuttoning his jeans so that he could pull his cock out of his briefs. Very impressive, nodded Raj, admiring Vince's cock. Even soft, it had a nice length and girth to it, the foreskin neatly covering the cockhead. But I think you'll find that I have you beat. Raj pushed down his jeans and pulled his cock out. It wasn't freakishly big, but it was a well-sized, long, fat, brown cock. Holy fuck, exclaimed Vince. No wonder guys are scared off by that thing. It's honestly not that big, laughed Raj. Most guys I know in India have cocks like this. I think it's just in the jeans somehow. Maybe I should move to India, laughed Vince. So, what do I get for winning, winked Raj. I guess it's up to me to break your bad sex curse, grinned Vince, dropping to his knees and immediately bringing his mouth to Raj's cock, licking and kissing it, using his tongue and his lips to get the cock wet. Vince focused initially on the generous foreskin of Raj's cock, pulling it forward so that it bunched up over the head of the cock, using his tongue to toy and play with it, pushing the tongue inside it. 
Soon, Raja's cock had grown to hardness, and all Vince could do with the foreskin was slide it backwards and forwards along the long, fat cock shaft. Fuck, dude, moaned Raj. You sure know how to suck cock. You're already the best sex I've had in ages. We're just getting started, grinned Vince. You got any lube? If I'm going to take that monster up my cunt, I'm going to need to properly grease up my fuckhole. Um, I don't think I've got any, admitted Raj. Just some Vaseline near my bed that I use for jacking off. Perfect, smiled Vince. That'll do the trick. Raj led the way into the bedroom where they quickly helped each other undress. Vince took position on his hands and knees, his chest pressed to the bed and his ass high and exposed for Raj's attention. Use your fingers, instructed Vince. Get plenty of grease on them and really work them in and out of my fuckhole. Raj did as he was told and scooped up a glob of grease from the tub, first adding one finger and then another, sliding them in and out, working gradually to loosen up Vince's fuckhole. Yeah, that's it, encouraged Vince. Fucking work that cunt. Get it ready. Get it greased up. Get it loose so that it can take that big fat brown cock. Raj added a third finger and was really ramming his fingers in and out of Vince's fuckhole. Impressed by his new friend's ability to relax his body and enjoy the probing and pushing of Raj's fingers. Come on, I'm ready to give it a try, decided Vince, grinding his ass back against Raj's fingers. I'm ready to take that fat cock inside my cunt. Raj removed his fingers, smeared some more grease over the head of his cock, and lined it up against Vince's fuckhole. He slowly pushed forward with his hips, feeling the initial resistance, but continuing to drive it forward. Ugh grunted Vince. Oh, fuck. Easy. Fuck. Raj paused for a second, waiting for Vince's body to adjust, then pushed forward again. Man, that's a big cock, grunted Vince. I can feel every inch of that. Every fucking inch. Raj was feeling incredible. The sensation of having his cock embedded in Vince's ass was amazing. He was trying hard to control himself when really all he wanted to do was to slam his cock hard into Vince. Vince reached around behind himself to feel how much of Roger's cock was inside him. Jesus, there's still inches left to go, realized Vince. Raj pushed forward again, the final thrust. Eventually, the entire length of his cock was embedded in Vince's fuckhole. That's all of it now, growled Raj. Every inch is inside you now. Do it, urged Vince. Give it to me. Raj began to slowly withdraw his cock just a little before pushing it back inside, pulling it out slowly and then pushing it back inside, each time a little bit harder and a little bit deeper, getting Vince used to the sensation of being filled with cock, making Vince's fuckhole loose, making it sloppy, making it wet and greasy enough to take a cock of Raj's size. Fuck me, grunted Vince. Fucking destroy me, man. Tear it up. Breathe me. Raj quickly built into a steady momentum, pulling his cock out and driving it back in, sliding smoothly backwards and forwards inside Vince's fuckhole. The waves of pleasure were washing over Vince's body. It was intense and overwhelming. Vince began to push back to meet Raj's thrusts, grinding his ass back against the big fat cock that was tearing up his fuckhole. Your cunt feels so good, grunted Raj. I can't hold it much more, I'm getting close. Yeah, fuck yeah, urged Vince. Give it to me. Give me that fucking load. Here it comes, warned Raj, slamming his cock forcefully in and out of Vince's cunt. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Raj buried his cock deep inside Vince as the cum began to shoot for his cock. 
Vince could feel it flooding his sloppy manhole. Raj collapsed down on top of Vince's body. Vince turned his head back over his shoulder so that their mouths could meet in a deep, passionate kiss while Raj was still grinding his cock into Vince's cummy fuckhole. So, have we broken that bad sex curse? Smiled Vince. Fuck yeah, grinned Raj. I can see that I'm going to learn a lot from you 